A quick thanks for this video's sponsor, my favourite VPN, it's private internet access. More at the end of the video. Great Britain is divided into 91 ceremonial counties, 60 of which touch the ocean. That's pretty good, 60 of them. Seaside access. If you're in any of the others, so for example the next 27 in, you have to go through at least one of those 60 to get to the sea. So if I want to take my dog to the ocean, because I live in Surrey, I have to go through West Sussex. Or Hampshire, or East Sussex, or Kent. Those are my options. But I need to travel through at least one other county before I hit the ocean. The number fans amongst you may have noticed that 60 plus 27 is not 91. There are four missing, and those four counties are more than just standard landlocked. They are doubly landlocked. However, before we look at that, I need to point out that the counties I'm using are the ceremonial counties. There are there's a ridiculous number of ways you can divide Great Britain up into counties, uh, as Jay Foreman explained nicely in one of his Mapman videos. England today has nine regions comprising 47 ceremonial counties alongside six metropolitan counties comprising 36 metropolitan districts, 26 non-metropolitan counties comprising 192 non-metropolitan districts and 56 unitary authorities, not including Greater London, which is a ceremonial county and not a county, comprising 32 boroughs and the City of London, which is a district and a county and not a ceremonial county, and we haven't even talked about Scotland, Wales or Northern Ireland, where it's different. Absolute state of this. You can watch Jay's video for all of the details. The point here is I'm using diagrams based on the lieutenancy areas. And I've done that because they're consistent across Scotland and Wales, which otherwise have different definitions of counties. This was the most straightforward way to do it. And it means we get to include the adorable little Rutland. Look at it, it's tiny. It's embarrassingly small. And if you're using any other kind of county, it get absorbed into Leicestershire. We can now take our map of the ceremonial counties, we can reduce each one down to a single point and show the linking between it and all the other counties it contacts. You've now got the blue ones, those are the 60 ones that touch the ocean, one step in, the yellow ones, they touch a county that touches the ocean, and then you have the four doubly landlocked counties. They have to touch two more. So I actually use the notation N landlocked, where N is the minimum number of other regions you have to travel through to get to the ocean. So we've got four red that are two landlocked, we've got the 27 yellow which are one landlocked, and of course the 60 blue which are zero landlocked. No landlocking at all. The four two landlocked counties are Bedfordshire, Buckinghamshire, West Midlands, not the rest of the Midlands, and the City of London. Crazy City of London, entirely inside Greater London which is itself Landlocked. Someone should make a whole video about the City of London. But anyway, those are the four doubly landlocked counties. And actually, I probably oh, I should have gone to one of them and filmed this video there. Eh, what are you going to do? Look, I can't just up and go to arbitrary locations on a whim because a video needs it. However, back in 2019, when I was on tour, I went very close to a significant point when it comes to UK county boundaries. Because you may have seen on the map, that Northamptonshire looks like it should be doubly landlocked, but it isn't. And that's because if we go back to the network version, you can see it's connected to what is actually Lincolnshire. You think, it doesn't touch Lincolnshire, that's right. It does, it touches it with the UK's shortest administrative boundary. Uh, everything is wet. Okay, there's the path. Wow. We just walked out uh, along this uh, footpath, which carries on under the A1 over there, 
but where we're aiming for is in the far corner there. We've made it just over there on the far side of this river stream between the motorway and a train line. This little bit of disused, unloved land with litter and garbage on it. That is the shortest administrative border in the UK. What a phenomenal sight to see and behold. Absolutely worth it. That tiny 11 meter stretch on the far side of a ditch on the edge of a muddy field is the only reason Northamptonshire doesn't get to join the exclusive club of two landlocked counties. And they must be pretty annoyed because in any sensible world, Cambridgeshire should contact, well on my map it's Rutland, let's be honest, it's Leicestershire. But they don't. It's not even like it's a passable boundary. If you're in Northamptonshire, you can't get into Lincolnshire and then to the ocean, but technically, as far as the map is concerned, the ocean is a mere Lincolnshire away. If we were to cut that ridiculous link on our network, you can see that Northamptonshire, it kind of pings back and gets its rightful position as a two landlocked county. But sadly, no deal. But enough about counties. Nobody cares about counties. People don't even care about where they are. We're gonna do countries. That's the word Google thinks you're trying to type anyway. And there are a lot more countries than there are counties. Here we've got a map of over 200 countries and miscellaneous country-like regions and you can see that 37 of them, you can count them if you want, are one landlocked and two of them are two landlocked. Just two countries. That's Uzbekistan and Liechtenstein. Now Uzbekistan is a bit difficult to get to on a whim, but Liechtenstein, that's a lot easier to get to. Hey you folks want to go to Liechtenstein? I'm in Liechtenstein! In fact, I've been here the whole Lichten time! <laughs> good joke, good joke, love it. Okay, let me just check uh, in the script here. Uh, Lichten time joke. Oh, and now it says a video montage of Matt enjoying Liechtenstein. Let's do it! Switzerland! Liechtenstein! Switzerland! Back in Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein is a tiny country with a population of millions. 0.04 millions. It's 40,000 people if you're in America and you're familiar with Tampa, Florida. Tampa uh, has the same population as 10 times Liechtenstein. For British people, it's the same population here as the county of Rutland and about half the area. You see, Liechtenstein is small in terms of area as well as population, the whole area. It's 160 square kilometers. It's less than Washington DC. If you were to measure from the very top in the north to the very bottom in the south, which is the long direction for the record, it's only 25 kilometers. You can walk that in a day. That's like 15 miles. It's bordering on embarrassing. In 2006, they re-measured the border of the country and they accidentally found an extra half a square kilometer of area, which for most countries would just be a rounding error. For Liechtenstein, it's an extra 0.3% country. 
just lying around. And this whole tiny little country is wedged between there's Austria over in that direction towards the west, and over in the east behind me, those mountains, that's Switzerland. And both those countries are one landlocked level countries, which makes Liechtenstein here a record-making two landlocked. Does it really matter if a country is a non-zero amount of landlocked? Well, yes, not having access to the ocean is a big deal, particularly if you want things to come and go from a country, which is less of a problem for travelers these days because visitors can just fly over the other countries in between. Although, a fun fact, here in Liechtenstein, this is one of only five countries in the world that doesn't have an airport. To get here, we had to catch a bus, international bus travel. Anyway, uh, ignoring moving people around, when it comes to imports and exports, now you've got a problem. If you're moving freight, you absolutely need access to the ocean. Liechtenstein is the world's biggest exporter of false teeth. Apparently, if you go online, you will see this fact repeated. They're the biggest exporter of false teeth. And the theory is that Evoclar had their headquarters here in Liechtenstein, and they produce, I've seen it reported, 20% of the world's dentures. And that makes this country the biggest exporter. But I was like, is that true? And I, I tried to fact check it, but I couldn't get a reliable figure on that. And then I realized I was Googling, like I was Googling denture production by market rate. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I am so far off piste at the moment. So I don't know for sure. If anyone can check which country is the biggest exporter of false teeth, I'd love to know. But the point is, countries often make things more than they need, and so they export them. And if they've got things that they can't make, but they do need, they import them. And if you can get to the ocean, that's easy. You can export, you can import. If you get to the ocean, you can trade with the world. If you can't get to the ocean, you can only trade with your neighbors. And that's just trade. We haven't got near anything else like fishing and other food access and even strategic military access to the ocean. Being landlocked is such a big deal that in the United Nations 2015 Sustainable Development Goals in Target 10.B, they explicitly refer to landlocked developing nations as requiring extra help because of the incredible challenges that they face. This is why you'll sometimes see a country making a bit of a cheeky, desperate reach for the coast. So for example, the Democratic Republic of the Congo has one tract of land that goes through Angola to be able to get to the ocean. And in 2005, Moldova did a admittedly quite complicated exchange with Ukraine to be able to get 450 meters of access on the Danube. And that may not sound like much, and in fact, it's a fair way up the river, but that river does have official access that anyone can use to get to the ocean. So that counts as ocean access. It was worth it to get that small bit of land so they could put a port there. And often, if you see one of these small weird borders on a country or indeed a county, there's some extra reason like this, some kind of access which has caused that to happen. Although we're still not sure if this was the motivation for Northamptonshire. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is, this is peak stand-up maths, if you will. So we're going to leave the geography aside for a second and actually talk about some mathematics, specifically these amazing diagrams. I love these so much. My friend Christian Lawson Perfect made these and they take a geographic arrangement and then they convert it into pure, pure mathematical 
information. It doesn't matter where the individual counties or countries are. We just put a node for each country and then the edges show how they all link together. And the standard issue human would call this a network. Mathematicians call it a graph for really annoying reasons. It just makes it hard to Google. But the point is, it's able to take something, like any situation where you've got things that relate to each other, and by turning them into nodes and edges, you can rearrange it to better understand the information. I love them so much. So in our case, graphs are particularly useful because on the map, it's often hard to see the very small linking bits, like the one between Lincolnshire and Northamptonshire. On a graph, because all edges are equal and you can move things around and you can see where the links are, you're not going to miss detail like that. So it's a super useful thing to see how everything links together and there's some things you might have missed looking at a more accurate map. Graphs are so amazing, there's a whole area of math called graph theory. This is where we develop techniques and approaches to analyze graphs. And there are so many of these great techniques that graphs have been used to do everything from looking at how computer networks work and how robust they are, through to analyzing high dimensional shapes. It's, it's an incredible area of mathematics. And actually, a while ago, I had my five five-letter words with 25 distinct letters project, and as some of you may remember, one of the first big steps in viewers improving my code was applying graph theory to the problem. So they made a graph where each node was a five-letter word and the edges linking them were words that had no letters in common. And then they could use graph theory techniques to find solutions. And they were able to do that, I think from memory, slightly more efficiently than my code. I forget all the details, but the point is graph theory is amazing. It's incredibly powerful and I love it. We have one outstanding map we're going to turn our graph theory to, and it's the United States of the United States of America. And for the record, I did double check if you include the subdivisions of Mexico and Canada. It doesn't change any of this. Those are two very, very watery countries. But if we just take the states, the contiguous continental United States, and we split them apart, you can see quite a few one landlocked. We've got 16 of them. We've got 10 two landlocked. That's 10 states on a Liechtenstein level. And finally, there's one more, a new color, cyan. What is that? That is a three landlocked state. As far as I'm aware, the only three landlocked or higher region in the world. Uh, there may be others. If you find one, let me know in the comments below. But as far as I'm aware, it's only if we wind it back, Nebraska. Here's the list of things I know about Nebraska. It is the birthplace of comedian Amber Ruffin. It's the only triply landlocked region in the world I'm aware of. End of list. That's it. I don't know a lot about Nebraska, but it is somewhere in the middle of the difficult to get to on a whim spectrum between Uzbekistan and Liechtenstein. And I was actually there Late last year, a couple of months ago, I was in Nebraska. So actually there is another thing on the list that I know about Nebraska, but that would be a spoiler. That'll come out in a video in the future. The problem was when I was there, I did not realize I was in the only three landlocked region in the world. Now I'm kicking myself. And the video we filmed there was entirely inside a film studio. We did not film a single thing outside in Nebraska. We scoured all the footage we took, we checked everyone's phone who was there, and the only footage we have out and about in Nebraska was seven seconds that my camera person Alex took 
on their phone. So I was driving the car to our film shoot. Alex saw what they thought were some turkeys and took this cinematic masterpiece. A massive as well. This, no, those aren't peacocks. Those are turkeys. That's incredible. So there you are, the only triply landlocked turkeys you'll ever see and the only official stand-up mass footage of the only triply landlocked region in the world. I believe if you find another one, put it in the comments below. Oh, and we filmed that, right? There was, it was like in October, right before both Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I got some bad news about our triply landlocked turkeys. It may not look like it, but I'm currently in sunny Australia, or at least I will be in a moment, thanks to our sponsor, privateinternetaccess.com slash standupmaths. I'm just loading up the app now live and, wow, that's, it's classic Australian salt gritters. Okay, so I'm now gonna choose Australia on my app here. It's gonna connect. And if you're watching this video, you know how a VPN works. It's encrypting all my data, sending it to a server in Australia, decrypting it there. So as far as my phone is concerned, I'm in Australia. And because a lot of websites and search results depend on where you are, and as someone who travels a lot, it gets real annoying if I'm in one country and I have to do business or admin in a different country. But now I can switch to whichever country I want. And breaking news, with a single private internet access account, you can now install it on infinitely many of your devices. And it unlocks things like region-specific videos on YouTube. If you get sick of waiting for John Oliver's most recent video to be available worldwide, which takes forever for some reason, you just ask your device to be in the United States, no problems. If you go to privateinternetaccess.com slash standupmaths, you will get four months free. You'll get 83% off. You're paying just over $2 a month. So do go to the URL on the screen and in the description below. I mean, I don't. I pick the URL of a different creator I want to support, but you should use mine in the description. So anyway, I think it's incredible. I've been using it for ages. It's super useful if you ever want your device to appear to be in a completely different country. Now, if you excuse me, I have to go hit the surf.